Why did you, do you, or should you become an entrepreneur? Stay tuned to find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your ongoing dose of Why Entrepreneurship Learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are are a driven entrepreneur, or perhaps you're one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start leveling up. You know, I just hose that all up. See, I need to level up. You're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire. It absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with Yeah, today's a solo uh, success episode on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur as we dive deep into success with some actionable advice, tips, and steps designed to help you level up your game, your personal game, your relationship game, your business game, your entrepreneurship game. Because as we already know, there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day. Now, before we kick all this off, I know you want to keep getting these daily success tips as well as these amazing uh, entrepreneurs and businessmen I'm able to bring onto the show and share their stories and their knowledge bombs with you. So go on down there. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Why are you there? Yeah. Go ahead. Leave us a five-star review. I would say leave us a four-star review, but I don't want you to, right? We've been lucky enough to get like 900 reviews and only one of them, okay, maybe two, have been less than a five-star and I appreciate every single one of them. Hey, and while you're down there, go ahead and leave us a written review as well. It's these subscribes, ratings, and reviews that are your way of telling those podcast platforms out there that you are getting some value and they will lift us up in the rankings a little bit so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you. So please take a moment, show the love, and help spread the word. I appreciate you. Now, I wanted to spend a little time today talking about some of the reasons why you should become an entrepreneur if you're thinking about it. And maybe it's perhaps one of the reasons why you became an entrepreneur or a small business owner if you already are one. And sometimes it's good just to reflect back and go, yeah, you know what? That's why I did it because there's some crazy shit going on out there right now, right? Past what almost two years now, um, you know, things have been shutting down. People have been having to shutter their businesses or pivot just to keep their doors open, whether it's virtually or otherwise, uh, to continue the uh, cash flow uh, for their livelihood, for their families, and, and for the families of those that they impact. So I wanted to just step back and have that refresher moment for those that are already doing it, right? And they're like, oh yeah, that's right. That's why I got into it. And for those that are on the fence, some of my cubicle captors that are trying to become cubicle escapees, here's some reasons why you might want to consider becoming an 
entrepreneur. Now, one of the things that are, uh, that's, let's, let's put this out there first. There's a comfort with being an employee, right? Oh, no, there's not. I don't like being an employee. I have to answer it. Well, but if you think about it, when you're an employee, you're almost guaranteed a check. All you have to do is show up, right? You come in there, you clock in, kunk, right? You serve your time and then you clock out, kunk, right? And then every week or two, you get your paycheck, uh, quite often, um, automatically deposited right into your account. No muss, no fuss. When you're an entrepreneur, well, there's a little bit of uncertainty in entrepreneurship. But at the same time, with that uncertainty comes this tremendous amount of freedom. And with that, accountability. Now, if you can't sign up for uncertainty and accountability, then you're not going to get the freedom. You're going to have to rely on that comfort of kunk kunk to ching right? Clock in, clock out, deposit my check. So there's, and that's not even one of the reasons why I, I, I wrote down here in my notes that people become entrepreneurs, but sometimes I guess it, you could add that to the, make that the seventh reason. But I think one of the first reasons that uh, I scribbled down here is, and I experienced this one myself, creativity doesn't always fit within the confines of those cubicles, right? Within that corporate environment. Now, I was pretty lucky along my corporate career. Uh, I can also reflect back for a moment to my Coca-Cola days. Uh, the director that I worked for saw that I had this knack for finding holes in processes and fixing them with or without technology. Sometimes it was just creating new processes, uh, creating new communication lines uh, or opening lines that were already there. And... She actually created a role for me to do this, all right? So she saw something that I was doing, which wasn't part of my uh, normal day-to-day duties that I had a knack for, and she created a role because that in, that made her entire department better because I was going around figuring out, you know, stop gaps and like uh, finding fingers in the dikes and pulling them out and patching the dike rather than someone holding their finger in it, you know, and we were able to get rid of a lot of dead inventory. We were able to speed up uh, the creative processes that were done, uh, that were used to create our products and increase our turn rates, lower uh, our cost of sales to our end consumer, which were those that were pouring the Coca-Cola product. And this was all because I was allowed to let my creativity flow. I wasn't given free reign, but it was pretty darn close. Uh, not everyone has that blessing. No one has that kind of a person over them to saying, oh, wow, you're amazing at this. Here, let me set you free. And that can be very stifling. You can just feel like your soul is being crushed, right? I mean, how many times have we known an artist or a musician or someone that has this creative flair inside them that's just not allowed to come out? I think um, 
Many of us are lucky enough to keep that, I'll call it the inner child. I still have an inner child, sometimes to my detriment, I will uh, publicly admit, but uh, it's keeping that inner child. I think it was Steve Jobs that said that uh, when you grow up, you tend to be told uh, the way the world is. Uh, I think... Uh, that's probably very true, right? As a kid, remember, you just had these wide-eyed wonderment. Your imagination ran free. But somehow, over time, right? Maybe it's the school systems. I don't know. I don't want to jump on that school system bangwagon. Not in this episode, anyway. Um, but certainly, through the course of years, a lot of that imagination is hammered away. Now, there are those of us are more that keep some of that creativity and that just need another avenue to let it loose. You know, sometimes your creativity is just not cut out for the limitations that come with corporate America. So you step out into entrepreneurship. But let's get to the reason where most of us tend to think we want to be entrepreneurs. You want a lifestyle that isn't bound by that clock right? You want to tick when you want to talk. You want to talk when you want to tick, right? You don't want to be, okay, it's nine o'clock. I should be at my desk. Okay, it's five o'clock. Now I can go home. No, you want to be able to get up and go hiking with your daughter or your son. You want to go hunting. I'm in Wisconsin, so you have to deal with this. <laughs> you want to go and go hunting with your family or your friends, right? You just, Or maybe you just want to get out there and go fishing one day. Well, corporate America isn't quite so kind about that. Now, with an the world of entrepreneurship and running your business, sure, you have to show up when you need to show up to keep things going, to keep your clients happy, to keep the prospect uh, funnel full, but certainly you can build yourself a lifestyle that isn't a slave to the tick and the talk of the clock. You can certainly create yourself a far more flexible lifestyle, but don't get it twisted. It doesn't mean you're not going to work hard. Um, I had a friend in my Coca-Cola days, I have a lot of Coke stories, <laughs> who actually took an early retirement when they started going through some rounds of head cutting. So, And then she took her early retirement and she bought a franchise and she stepped into the business owner world of entrepreneurship. And she was working more hours in the setup and the uh, creation of this new business. It was a childcare business. And she was probably five times happier than I had ever seen her. And I had known her for near on a decade. Um, you know, I stopped by a number of times and visited her. One time she said, and this is almost a quote, I'm working twice as hard and I am four times as happy. Right? Now, mind you, that was just all the setup uh, about two years into it. She was able just to, you know, uh, come in and make sure things were running smoothly. And it, she didn't even need to do that if she didn't want to. She could have hired someone to do that as well because they were on their way to buying a second location. It was uh, working out that well and became that profitable for them. So they had created this 
flexible lifestyle for themselves where they could go visit their grandkids, go visit their children, go on vacations whenever they wanted to, or if they just wanted to do nothing, or if they wanted to start another business, they were set to do that. I think the key to remember here is that, yeah, it's hard work. Let's let's just put that on the table right now, right? Getting things going and getting them running, get that engine running, just mm, humming along. It's not easy. Well, I say that from my experience, but for others, I've heard the same thing. I've heard one or two people are like, oh yeah, it was a piece of cake. Well, I think those are the unique stories, but it's hard work. But with that kind of hard work comes your ability to shape your life the way you see fit. And inside that hard work is probably the next thing. Um, I find out a lot of our entrepreneurs and business owners, they're really, really passionate about learning. Hence, podcasts like this even exist. Because if you think about it, the learning is never going to stop. I mean, how many people have we known? They're like, yeah, I, I... I completed high school, I graduated high school, and that's where their learning stops. And then some others, their learning stops once they get out of college. Um, Some others go on to do a master's, and then they're done. I think entrepreneurs are a slightly different spirit, because they're never really satiated. That, That desire to learn just seems to keep bubbling back up. I know a number of them, they're, you know, they've got that first business or maybe even that second business and they get it going so they can run without them and then they're out there learning the next thing right or maybe they're learning it before they finish getting that business humming so that their next thing is already in their mind to ready to rock and roll i think the key here though is is they're always learning they're always learning to find ways to make their current businesses run better be it marketing be it customer service be it customer intake be it prospecting or anything like that or they keep learning to find new holes in the market that they can fill And from all that learning and hands-on experience of doing, right, there's the difference, right? There's There's the learners and the doers. And most of your entrepreneurial and small business folks are learners that do, or they do, and as a result, they learn, whichever it is. But as a result of all that learning and their doing, they come up with ideas. And often, here's the key, those ideas are just a little out there. They're not way out on the fringe. Sometimes they are. But sometimes they're just outside the norm where people are like, yeah, I just I just don't know if that works. Right? But they go and they try it. And it may work. It may not. Who knows? But they try it anyway. And as a result of that trying, guess what? Yeah, that's right. More learning. I think I heard it said one time that uh, being a small business owner or entrepreneurship in general takes a bit of imagination and perhaps just a splash of insanity. (laughs) But here's the thing for me, and I've said this in another episode, entrepreneurs are the ones who change the world. They see a hole in the market and they figure out a way to fill it. Quite often they come up with whole new ideas, whole new products, something that everyone else is going, 
Well, now that I see it, why didn't I think of that? Because you weren't an entrepreneur. You weren't out there trying to find out how to help somebody else. I think one of the quotes that Henry Ford said way back when is, uh, you know, people are always saying, well, shouldn't you just give the people what they wanted? And I'm going to butcher this, right? Because I'm saying this right off the top of my head. I don't even have this in my notes here. Henry Ford said, people don't know what they want. If I would have gave the people what they wanted, I would have given them a faster horse. And I think that's one of the magic things of entrepreneurship. He saw a hole in the market. He's like, man, they want to get around easier and faster, perhaps without having to care for a horse. Well, how do you do that? Came out with a completely different idea. Think about the Wright brothers, right? Flying. <laughs> their their creation of their flying machine probably drove them to madness. Think about um, more recent folks, you know, the this the Bill Gates of the world, the Steve Jobs of the world, uh, Bill Gates for personal computers and Steve Jobs for personal computers, and then on into the smartphone industry. Yeah? Who'd have thunk it? Think about this. I can think about myself right out of high school in nineteen in the early nineteen eighties and None of these things were on the horizon. I think the PC, uh, I think my neighbor had one of those original, uh, what was it, a Mac? It wasn't even a Mac back then. It was like a Macintosh something or other. But anyway, you get my point. Uh, who, who knew that these things were on the horizon? But here's the thing. It didn't seem to fit in the logical pattern of things, which is fine, right? Uh, I think this is where small business owners and entrepreneurs are a little different than the rest of the world. Because here's the thing, logic, right? Logic will get you from A to B every single time, right? I need a faster horse, right? <laughs> right? There it is right there. That's logic. If I want to get somewhere faster in the early, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, I need a faster horse. Imagination. <laughs> now that will take you everywhere. It kind of loops back to earlier when we were talking about when we were kids. We had imagination somehow. It was kind of beaten out of us. Entrepreneurs seem to be holding on to that. And maybe they hold on to it for this next reason. Because they want to do things. They want to create a product or service to make, I'll use the phrase, a better world. A better place. They want to make it easier, faster, simpler for whoever their tribe is, right? Um, I'm taken to an example of my friend Jake, who is trying to come up with a, a way to make podcasting and the entire process of podcasting, especially when it comes to interviewing, right? Uh, from soup to nuts, all right? How do I find the guests? How do I get them booked? How do I gather their information? What do I do with that information, you know, on, on the intake side? And then, you know, I record the interview. Right? I go through that process. And that's a skill set you have to grow in and of itself. And on the back side, okay, well, now you have to marry that information with the interview content, the audio content, and perhaps even video content. Then you want to turn around and you want to turn some of those pieces of content into uh, marketable content that you put out. And he wanted to figure out a way to do it. And he sat down and he did it because he wanted 
to do something to make something better for his fellow podcasters. And he's come up with a system to do that. And we've chatted about that before. So this is what's happening in the mind of a, a small business owner or an entrepreneur is they want to do things. I think that exploration, you know, and that finding, that digging around for that, those golden nuggets and changing the world ever so slightly, that's what tends to drive our, our, well, the real successful small business owners and entrepreneurs because, and this is the last one I'm going to leave you with, they want, they literally want to change the world. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You, you, you know what you haven't heard me mention here, right? Is they want to make money. Don't get me wrong. They do, right? There's an there's a fee for this changing of the world. There's a cost for the learning. Uh, they want to earn money. Of course they do. Don't get me wrong. But quite often, the really successful ones, that wasn't their goal on the onset. They knew that they would make money doing it, but they wanted to make things better. They didn't want to just change their lives. They wanted to change the world of those that they touched. Maybe the world as a whole, depending on who you ask, right? Um, think about Henry Ford, right? He changed the world. Uh, think about Jake. He's changing the world for all the people that are learning his system, right? They're making it easier to do their podcast and I'll, I'll even go so far as to say uh, far more cost effective as well. I think I remember a quote and I actually went back and found this one. So I'm going to read it correctly for you. But it was a, a little a little blurb from Mark Twain that kind of kind of, I don't know, synthesizes the lure of entrepreneurship. And uh, Mark, Mark Twain said 20 years from now. You will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the things that you did do. So, throw off the bow lines, sail away from that safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. That, my friend, is why you become an entrepreneur. <laughs> I can't say it any better than that. All right, with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. How do you know this? Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.